Welcome to the Hey Jimmy podcast. For years, these five fools have spent way too much time together debating the most idiotic notions. Now they are recording for your pleasure. Put on your thinking caps and strap in for some weird and wild talking points. everybody doing today doing Just good how about you great great we are without alex today which sucks but he's got his family in town we could give him a pass at least one happy thanksgiving early <laughs> i mean i'm guessing that's what they're there for right yeah i wonder if that means he's doing it like yeah i well they might be going down to visit his brother uh, i was gonna make an inappropriate joke awesome. about basting. okay new topics today about basting Okay, make it. No, it's already Don't be just hanging now. <laughs> She's nope. a master oh, okay. baster. <laughs> oh. Base today, gone tomorrow. That's why I love you. Well, I mean, he does have a girlfriend now, so based away. Yeah, shots fired. Yeah, right. Baster shot fired. <laughs> okay, um, let's go. Even so though this won't air anytime near Thanksgiving, so that'll all be me. No, but it might air for next Thanksgiving, <laughs> and that'll be even funnier. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna spin the wheel, um, and we still have our list. What were the two that we are to use? Uh, I wasn't going to delete counting. them. I highlighted 34. them just so we don't duplicate okay, them. I so you. I highlight them in in red now. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm gonna spin. Our number was twenty three. Twenty three. Best accidental discovery the world has ever given us. I don't know what's ex. I mean, I I can think of a few great things. I just can't. Antibiotics. Think of what's accidental came of, versus came off a mold from bread. There we go. That's true. That's a really great one. Yeah, but was that accidental or were they actually searching for it? Because no, like, it was what accidental. I, I because what I'm reaching for is like an accident. Yeah, that was accidental. Like, how did because, we figure uh, out the guy had a mold on his bread and ended up? I mean, they were looking at stuff like that. Ended up looking at the mold that was on his bread, and ended up being something. Wait, what? Did, so wait, what was he sick and he ate moldy bread? No, he was a biologist who had moldy bread, and because he was a biologist, he took the mold off the bread and started messing around with it. And then they figured out it was an antibiotic. Antibiotics. Well, I mean that's very practical. I guess I, I guess for me, it's like, what is the most non-practical? <laughs> See, I, 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 like, what would be the best non-practical? Well, I guess sense of, it just jumps uh, into my head because you know, I'm a chemist. That and that's a classical example. Nerd alert. Yeah, well. I'm just, I'm just concerned about, you know, how do people 18, come so. up with the way to do certain things, right? So, you know, you, we have... we've Yeah, like, how the fuck did we figure out how to poach an egg? Like, it, who, who, like... Exactly. Who dropped an egg into water? And figured and out the right like, way to do it. <laughs> bloop, 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 and, like, made it... And, and, and who, who decided it. to milk a cow? 
Yeah, and how many times uh, did that go wrong before they successfully you, you know, so... a cow? Well, I mean, observation, if you see the calves well, milking on their mother, then obviously you, it's... Yeah, but You know some so dingleberry had to go it. and pull that udder that was hanging down. Because you can drink your mother's milk. Yeah. I mean, how long has Truth or Dare been around? I'm sure somebody just was like, hey, yeah, like, I, you should I go try you this. I bet you won't put that in your mouth. It's like, who's the, <laughs> the first, uh, like the slaves were the first ones really to eat, really eat lobster a lot because it was bycatch from what, you know, their masters wanted or whatever. And then it ended up being really good. So they're like, yeah, give us all your lobster. Today. Although I guess it took some work to eat. You gotta smash the smash the shell to eat it i mean and but how do you how do you get to that point how do you realize that you need to boil a lobster in order to eat the lobster i don't know were they boiling other meat probably like for steams and stuff i know boiled beef used to be a thing but i'm not that good at history i mean boiled beef is still technically a thing because you have uh verde why wait how'd you say it uh because Suverde. Seuss. Suverde. Suverde. You said Seuss yeah. Verde. I, I, I might have slipped, but it, it wasn't intentional. Suverde. Well, you uh, you boil I know corned this. beef. I, for, I'm uh, not. This isn't. This isn't. This isn't the crewage thing. Crewage. <laughs> but like, how did we figure out? Like, how did we figure out making lipstick? Like, is that just because somebody ate a berry and they, like, stained their lips and they're like, oh, I'm just going to, like, crush these berries and rub them on my lips? Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, that stuff is always interesting. That is the shit they used to do. So I think... That, I mean, as far as lips, it goes, that definitely yeah, just but why? You know, like, we, we, get, we get to all these things, but, like, why do we do that? Okay, the lipstick thing, that's easy because... As far as vanity goes, everybody likes to change their appearance. So it's like, oh, look, my lip is a different color. See, I, I, I assumed it went back to, like, caveman days where they tried to, you know, uh, you know, like, wear, like, the face paints to, like, you know, camouflage themselves into certain environments. I feel like that's not what they did. I feel like that's how they discovered since lipstick. Since I figured that's how they like discovered lipstick. debating and not using the internet, yes. that makes sense. I, I'm just, you know, because, like, they would have they known, like, hey, if I mix these... Mud, if this mud with this like you know charcoal or something i get this color and then they can like do a thing and you know that eventually translated into lipstick somehow some odd amount of years down the line yeah you know? so i just i just googled it and ancient sumerian and we just said we weren't using <laughs> well you know how carrie is well now i gotta now i gotta know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> when you gotta she know was, you gotta know she was double checking me on the antibiotic thing <laughs> I, I'm just curious. Like, oh, I, let me make sure Joe's not talking. No, out his I just ass. wanted. I just like to read about it. I'm a nerd. I like going to museums and stuff. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I like. I like seeing like the information. Your uh, fiance wrong. Nerd. Ancient Sumerian and Indus Valley men and, and women were too. possibly the first to invent and wear lipstick about five thousand years ago. Sumerians crushed gemstones and used them to decorate their faces, mainly on the lips and around the eyes. Now. Granted, that's from Wikipedia, so take that for what it's worth. Yeah, so that's, so, yeah, I mean, crushed gems that, I mean, I feel like it would be more from, like, a hunter-gatherer aspect. Like, someone ate a poison berry, or, like, got, you know, or maybe they were just eating raw meat and there's blood But that would just be a different purpose, because now you're talking about face paint for, uh, 
you know, a practical purpose versus a lipstick, which has no practical purpose other than vanity and looking different. Yeah, but that's the point of it, right? Like the like that's why it was discovered and someone was like, "Oh, that person looks better with 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 full red lips." Yeah, and I think they did um I know they help you to make their lips bigger and whatnot, but you know, like drinking lead and stuff. It all goes back to uh You well, mean like help it seemed people like a good idea at the time. Botox into their face today? Right. I'm sure in a few years and we'll lips, hear lip filler or whatever. Sorry to anybody that has yeah, filler like, in their face. That was uh, a <laughs> not to <but> like, be <laughs> offensive. <laughs> if you're into that, it's great. <laughs> also supposed to be good for migraines so if you're into it um but like how did we yeah but you know like for me the best ex- accidental discovery are things that are like how did we get peanut butter like how did peanut butter become a thing right like at what point did somebody go i'm gonna grind this up and see what it does and like what were the failed tries like oh let me grind up these you know like this these peanuts with like these mustard seeds. Let's see what it tastes like. Like, how Maybe many beyond, times did it have to happen in order for it to be like beyond peanut butter, peanut butter and, and jelly? How, how but, uh, apparently an peanut accident? butter and jelly is like an anomaly to people in Europe. So specifically, peanut butter and yeah. jam, quote unquote. Well, I mean, peanut peanuts are definitely an American <laughs> thing, right? I'm gonna say that, and now I have to check again. Uh, since we have checkers here. Hey, you know what? There's only so much you can talk out your ass. I mean, this particular topic of where stuff came from. Um, 1895 was when the when the peanut butter was invented. But by George Washington Carver? No, by Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. Oh, that guy. Well, you know what? I say that, and he probably appropriated it. I, I would say that's probably John Washington Carver. I know he's the big peanut guy. Barnum and Bailey, that's the big peanut pusher. Okay, I'm going on to history.com. <laughs> what, not Wikipedia? Okay, okay. So he developed hundreds of products using peanuts, but not peanut butter, as often claimed. Fraud. So yeah, so it was Dr. Kellogg, the guy who like also made all of the shitty cereal before Kellogg, before his brother like took it over and made like really good cereal before he started adding all that really? sugary shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I stopped eating cereal. Yeah. I like honey nut cheerios. Honey nut cheerios are okay, really see, see, here's appropriation. The earliest reference to peanut butter was not Kellogg. It's traced back to the ancient Incas and Aztec who ground roasted peanuts into a paste. But still, how did they how did they figure that out? Like was it something where they were like, oh, we have a lot of old people and we got to grind this shit up because it's going to be good for them. I was going to say maybe more but for they have kids. No tea. I was going to say maybe more for children, like babies, you know, giving them nourishment. Like, you know, who gives babies peanut butter? Well, <laughs> well, not, I don't mean necessarily as a peanut butter, but maybe they used it to like mix with other things to make it flavorful for their kids. So like they would. You know, maybe eat it. I, I, you know, I'm. I'm Are you thinking of dogs? It's like it's like a dog when they cry too much, they give them peanut butter so that their mouth is too busy with the peanut butter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
We can't give our kid um, rubs, so we're gonna put peanut well, butter in the it. mouth. I mean, the so only other thing you shut. can mash up would be berries. So I mean, maybe they just thought, oh, maybe we can mash these up too. Maybe the kids will like them. Okay, so here it's a it's a protein substitute for people who would hardly be able to chew on solid food. That's what I was thinking, either uh for protein or fat. But since I I don't know Both. how uh how conscientious they were about protein and fat, that's where I was kind of. Right, I yeah, was, I, I wasn't considering. I know that protein is relevant for peanuts now, but like back in the day, it may have just been something that they could eat. <laughs> you know. Well, they probably noticed. Yeah, when we eat this, we feel full. True. No, oh, you got to eat okay, a lot of now them. Now I have to. Okay, so the first. Okay, this is from nationalpeanutboard.org, so you know it's got to be true. <laughs> 1901, the first peanut butter and jelly sandwich recipe appeared in the Boston Cooking School Magazine of Culinary Science and Domestic Economics, written by Julia Davis Chandler. Hold on, what the hell was this recipe? You need a recipe for peanut butter and she jelly? She said to use currant or crab apple jelly and called the combination delicious as far as she knew. <laughs> as far as, as she far knew, as... so she didn't actually eat it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who wrote this, but like maybe she didn't have any taste. That's why it was as far as she knew, because they realized that she was just eating random crap. (laughs) Okay, so here, here's some more information. Peanut butter and jelly, although that was the first time it came about, was in 1901. It did not become a breakthrough sandwich until the 1930s during the Great Depression. Oh, yeah. Because at that point, we did not have pre-sliced bread. Yeah. So not everybody had access to bread, so... Yeah, peanut butter and jelly is good on, like, anything. And, oh my gosh, okay, so here's how they discovered it. You want to know why they added grape jelly? Because they wanted something that wouldn't stick to the roof of your mouth as much. So the jelly was the lube for your mouth. (laughs) That makes sense. So they added jelly lube to the peanut butter sandwich. That's what my grandmother used to make us peanut butter and butter sandwiches. Ugh, what? Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what? I, I mean, like, okay, so I'm not, I'm not going to say that that's disgusting in any way. It's different because I've never, I've never heard of anybody doing it, but it does make sense. And it is also, butter is basically a fat that you would put on breads. So it, it's nothing different than like, you know, having oil, like, you know, it's oil, like it's fat and oil, like same thing that's in the butter already. So fat and oil are the same thing there, Steve. Uh, no, no, not, not, not actually. They're <laughs> both lipids. One they, is fat oh and oil are both lipids. They have different in different forms. Because talk, Steve. oil is a fat. Not I'm not I well, promise you. Yes. I'm saying oil is fat and you know, fat has oil fat usually has oils, but to different degrees. <laughs> and the reason why we don't call butter oil is is because of the way that they're created. <laughs> Generically people call when people say oil, it's liquid. But yeah, oil and fat, basically the same thing. They're lipids in different forms, chemically. Thank you, Dr. Joe. <laughs> I know, because I have a degree in chemistry, and it's a very basic term. It's the basic bitch I just of chemistry let you know, I'm gonna, of biochemistry. I'm going to pull out the section where you say I have a degree in, a degree in oh, chemistry, chemistry, and that's just going to be a bit... That I'm gonna play from now on. Anytime, anytime you say, like you say something very factual. No, it's like in the best way possible. I don't mean it as a ruse. I just mean it as I think it's cool. To be fair, like also when people (laughs) and cook and cooking, like when people say fats, 
to be fair, generally they mean some sort of animal fat. So eventually but, we could all have yeah. a, a sound bite that plays after we introduce ourselves and Joe's could be <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And a biology my... and a biology degree. We could definitely see? do that. <laughs> What the hell did you do to your hand? Do it. <laughs> so guilty. <laughs> Somehow me. busted up my knuckles. How? Were you, bite, were Just you biting angry your knuckles? at her for saying stuff? <laughs> I don't know what I did. I don't remember hitting my hand. And it's like sort of bleeding right now too. So yeah, it is. It, it's not kind of bleeding. It is bleeding. It's all coagulated now. Okay. Well, that must have happened before this. Yeah. Or during, whichever. I mean, it's uh, dry skin season, so. Well, just so you know, yeah, peanut butter came. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches came to fame around World War Two because it was on the ration menu. Okay. That just so that you know. I feel like I knew. Give me one second. I'll be right back. I thought I was having a stroke because I was hearing like dings in the background. But it was actually the Alexa alarm going off for me to turn off the crock pot. Ah. But I was like, how long has this fucking been going on? <laughs> uh, Kate put uh, some chicken nice. in the crock pot with some barbecue sauce. We're going to be eating some stuffed peppers, but do some I, for- pulled- I totally forgot We're do to some, like, my chicken. Chi- Take it out now. I was going to make sesame chicken. The- We're doing pulled chicken sliders. It- oh, wait, Steve, 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 Steve. So if you put your chicken on aluminum foil and then you put it in the microwave <laughs> and turn it on, it, goes, it heats up real fast. It might even be crispy before you cook it. <laughs> I did that once with when I was a kid, but I, I had Chinese takeout in those boxes, you know? I put that in the microwave, and you know they have the little metal handle and completely yeah. destroyed our microwave. Yeah. So let's yeah. see. Uh, penicillin. We um we almost destroyed ours here. Be- Go ahead. Kate has Kate Kate has a whole bunch of like older, um, like dinnerware, whatever you want to say. Their plates that have like I guess a rim that's actual metal. So it was like tink tink the first time we put it on. It was like no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So this is this is a. Uh, no, I mean... Okay, you can keep going. Wasn't that good of a story, it I, I realize. It could have been real. Did you use foil, Steve? Yes. Don't listen to him, Steve. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, put it on, I, put it on, I put it on an aluminum baking sheet with, with aluminum foil and like on it. We'll see. Oh, yeah, I'm looking for this. Velcro. Uh, Joe already knew that one. The Big Bang. Uh, not sure that's an ex- accident yeah. so much Was as that a... accidental? Well, Viagra. Yes, well, Viagra. I think... Teflon, vulcanized rubber, Coca-Cola, with or without the Coke? The cocaine. Coca-Cola or whatever? Probably with cocaine, because that, that... Radioactivity. That initially. Uh, smart dust? But you skipped past Viagra. Because the Nick... Vaseline. Oh, Nick already did. Uh, yeah, Viagra so was like a cardio what's, pill. What's smart dust? No, it was for angina, they said. Yeah, isn't that some sort of cardio thing? Like cardiovascular? I typed in accidental in, in Google, and my first result was accidental discharge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
think Viagra was such an accident because you know people were looking to get. Oh, of course it was. Actually, uh, I... you know, but it was it was an accident because it was originally designed as heart medication. Oh, of course it was. Actually, I feel like that. And they found out it just gave yeah, people erections. Yeah, for angina. And it worked really well, especially on your penis. That it did. Chocolate chip cookies. Eighteen accidental and unintended discoveries. Chocolate chip cookies. Okay, the microwave has come come up on two different lists. Oh yeah. Yeah. Apparently, chocolate oh, chip man. cookies. Oh, man, sweet and low. Yeah. What were you saying, uh, Steve? For chocolate chip cookies, the, the inventor was uh, Ruth Wakefield, owner, owner of Toll House Inn. Uh, and she was, she was uh, trying to make uh, uh, chocolate cookies. While mixing a batch in 1930, uh, she discovered she was out of baker's chocolate. As a substitute, she broke sweetened chocolate into small pieces and added them to, to the cookie dough. Uh, she expected the chocolate to melt, uh, making chocolate cookies, uh, but then little bits uh, remained intact. Is this off of Wikipedia? Because if so, I challenge no, it. Was, uh, on the Insider. Yeah? From the Insider, yeah. <laughs> it's from Toll House? Is it from Toll House's website? Because that could be... <laughs> well, thanks, Ruth. Business thanks for insider? making my favorite type Business of Insider? <laughs> the Slinky? LSD. Oh, yeah. LSD or the Slinky? LSD. Many derivatives are still used today. Um, the guy who invented it, Albert Hoffman, he accidentally tasted his creation. While working with this chemical, Hoffman reported feeling restless and dizzy. was characterized by extreme activity of the imagination, according to his own notes. Well, that's what they thought, like, the Salem witch trials happened because of, they thought they had like a bad batch of rye that had that fungus on it. And people were basically tripping on LSD and killing bitches. Uh, I think they were also just doing it to get rid of people they didn't like. Cause well, I think it was just, too. Oh yeah, you're a witch. Get out of here. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, Play-Doh. I mean, that makes sense. Um, Vaseline was an accident. Uh, and so the one that I'm looking at, there's an ad from like the 1930s. and It just says, so pure, you can eat it. Uh, so um, it was it was it was invented in the 1850s, though, by Robert Cheesebro. Cheesebro. Um, Cheesebro. Cheesebro. Um, he was in investigating an oil well in Pennsylvania. He caught up, uh, he caught upon a rumor of some strange substance called rod wax. If they would have named it that, it probably wouldn't have been used for everything it gets used for now. Um, that intermittently gunked up some of their machinery. He also heard that workers at the well had been using it to soothe cuts and burns on their skin. Rod wax. Post-it notes. Cheese bros. Cheese Bros Rod Wax. Get your rod waxing. Someone didn't pick that up for uh someone didn't pick that up for a lube name? Uh I mean we could look it up, but it's kind of a it feels like a missed opportunity. It feels like a I I'm not looking that up. If you want to put that in your browser, that's cool. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Let's see. I'm gonna accidentally Rod Wax. Oh, it just came up with petroleum. <laughs> Riley's fi fishing rod Hear wax. Hear that or like car wax. The story, 
There's there's one came up. It's called Dan, from damninteresting.com. Uh, story of Vaseline. Damn interesting. I don't think I want to read the whole thing. So cornflakes were were an accident, according to this. Uh, John and Will Kellogg, brother, uh, you know the two brothers, mm-hmm. uh, were trying to boil grain to make granola. Uh, in 1898, the brothers accidentally left the pot boil, boiled grain on the stove for several days. Uh, the mixture turned uh, moldy, but the product that emerged was dry and thick. After, after a few days of exp- uh, uh, experiments, they got rid of the mold and created cornflakes. That makes sense. Oh, now that makes me really not want to eat corn. Yeah, flakes. well, I mean, I mean, cornflakes, grape nuts, those have been around since bef- before the before World War One. Eighteen ninety eight. They used to use. Yeah, I mean, they used to use it um, for like in the sanitariums as like a diet. Grape grape nuts is like one of the oldest like Kellogg's things, I believe. But then you also have like you know like you know it's not like mold has been you know not present you know in foods in history. I mean. I mean, think about it. I mean, we have, you know, blue cheese, which is literally just mold and cheese. Okay, so specifically, I think you touched on the the best one so far that I have stumbled on. And that is pasteurization. Eh? That was accidental. Accidental? Accidental. (laughs) Accidental? There you go. Wow. (laughs) Listen, uh, we're going to put everything in in post. You don't need to have a little thing. To oh, put. I do. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah. So, I think that that wins for me. Not fire, not medicine, but, like, making cheese <laughs> is definitely one of the best for me. I don't know about y'all. Well, yeah, making it so that the cheese doesn't go bad yeah. in a couple days, that definitely Okay. That definitely matters. Now I want to look Or more. really any dairy. But I don't know. I like fire. But too. was that an accidental discovery? I don't know. You have to ask Prometheus. Yeah, I was gonna say I I, pref- I you know, I'll just thank Prometheus just in case. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I want to know the whole story about pasteurization. Yeah. Louis Pasteur. And the birth of food safety pasteurization. I'd also like to thank whoever first decided to combine oh, chocolate yeah. and peanut yeah. butter. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Look that up. Let's see who fucking did uh, that shit. You know, didn't it's Family Guy, Nestle didn't family guy already age. answer this question? Didn't His name Family is Guy Reese. already answer this question for us? <laughs> they got into an accident and the I'm, chocolate went into the peanut butter? I... Um, I think we're gonna have to like beep that out because we're not allowed to use Family Guy in here. Why? You can. You're I'm you're allowed joking. to make, oh mention things. Joe, Joe, yes, you're joking. right. Oh, what did I say? Harry Reese. Okay, Reese's the day chocolate and peanut See? butter collided. It was invented by a struggling dairyman. So combination Whoa. of pasteurization named Harry Listen, Reese. Okay, Alex would be on board for <laughs> what this I right said, now, man. Reese worked on a dairy farm. I like how we started with accidental inventions. <laughs> Reese worked on a dairy farm owned by Milton Hershey. Yeah. So, any more information? Or are you just going to so leave that me was hanging? the first one. People seem, people seem to... I'm still You're trying to like... look up... Uh... So, he seems to be the... Mostly the... P- 
peanut butter cup. So he invented the peanut butter cup, obviously, but that seems Purposeful, to be not accidental. <laughs> oh, this says the Reese brothers. I don't know who the other Reese is. Oh, sorry, that's Wikipedia. Let me skip that. Business Insider says about the fascinating rise of Reese's peanut butter cups. In... 1879. Oh, that's when he was born. In Pennsylvania. He started creating confections in his basement, naming bars and candies after his many children. So I just thought that was funny that he was uh, making chocolate out of his basement. <laughs> like a real weirdo. <laughs> you want to come down and get some oh, chocolate? Oh man, that just does not sound right. <laughs> I was just looking at the origin of ice cream. That's pretty accidental. Who wants my basement chocolate? He's just like selling it out of the, the clear story window from his basement. Just like, here, take some chocolate. You want my downstairs chocolate? <laughs> um, oof, no, I don't want any of your downstairs chocolate. <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. Okay, I think, I think uh, we'll end on that. I don't want any of your downstairs chocolate. Um, thank you all for um, uh, this lovely conversation. And I think we decided that the best accidental discovery was technically pasteurization because pasteurization led to chocolate, which led to chocolate and peanut butter. Wow, we went full circle on that. That was pretty good. So chocolate and peanut butter are like the best accidental discoveries. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, all, smart people. All of life's uh, endeavors all led <laughs> to that. Yeah. Okay. I will see you all another time. Later. Thanks for listening to Hey Jimmy. Big shout out to Anthony Morantz for our voiceover, Skane Music for creating our intro, and Sergio Duarte for creating our cover. All artists can be found on the freelance platform Fiverr. You can catch Hey Jimmy every week on all major streaming platforms.